0: This podcast is also brought to you by Anchor.fm. Anchor.fm is so easy to use. It's simple, it's fast, it's effective. It's the easiest way to distribute your podcast to every major platform and in the quickest way. I've gone through other websites to host podcasts and it's a pain in the butt. Anchor does it for you. Join Anchor.fm and do your podcast the right way. And if you're looking to start a podcast, contact one of us at ATV Sports, as we're looking for podcasters for nearly every professional sports team right now. If you think you'd be a good fit, you can also apply at our website, www.atbsports.net. Welcome back to the Dog Check Podcast. I'm your host, Chandler Adams, and I'm joined today by my father, Jason Adams. Hi. And... My uncle by choice,
1: Mitch. Hello, how you doing?
0: And we're joined by Tood. She won't be talking today, just spectating. But it's her birthday, so wish her a happy birthday. Happy birthday. Um, Today we're going to talk about... These two guys grew up watching Jim Brown and the teams in the 40s. So we're going to (laughs)
1: talk...
0: No, but we're going to talk... We're going to talk the glory days of the Browns back in the 80s and some of their favorite memories. And uh, keep a look out. For the t-shirt, my dad said he should have it done by the end of this week at the latest. It's going to be a Miles Garrett shirt, uh, going to be available to you guys at a cheap cost. And once we get the 800 followers, one of them is going to get, uh, be in a giveaway, so keep retweeting and following. And But yeah, um, since it's Memorial Day, I'll let my dad introduce himself a little bit first. He was a Calvary Scout in Desert Storm, and here he is, Jason Adams.
2: Hi there, yes, I was a Calvary Scout. And Desert Storm, I was in from 89 to 92. And we basically, Calvert Scout, where we're at, we're mechanized. mechanized. So we had M1s and Bradleys. I was in M-Bradley. That's a tank
0: for you guys that don't know.
2: So, and... Basically, we would go look for something for the M1s to shoot. That's basically what we did, target practice. <laughs>
0: <laughs> he also worked on his uh, basketball and football, I think, more than he actually did anything military-related.
2: Yeah, it was, like, was kind of <laughs> like being in high school again because I, I played on every sport I could so I could get out of working in the, <laughs> working on the tank or whatever. I'd be going to play basketball and softball and flag football. Whatever.
0: All right. Uh, yeah, so that's my dad, Jason. And then uh, here's Mitch. He'll give a little backstory on him, and then we'll get into a little bit about them with the Browns.
1: How you doing? I just want to say thank you to Jason for serving. You're uh, and to all that have served. Uh, my dad was in the Air Force for four years, and I want to thank him for his service, and uh, I appreciate it. That's why we got the freedoms that we have now, so thank you.
2: You're welcome.
0: <laughs> All right, well, by the way, Mitch is rocking a pretty sweet shake-and-bake shirt. <laughs> he got off Amazon. But uh, <laughs> So first thing we're going to cover today, now we're going to get into sports. Uh, Mitch requested that we talked about how the dog pound started, and it's kind of funny because just a couple days ago, my dad was telling me the story. I'm not going to lie, I zoned out a little bit. But uh you know it's uh I'll let them kind of talk about it cuz they were they were alive during this and just kind of talk about how the dog pound started and what it means to the people of Cleveland.
1: Well, the thing one of the things I loved most about the dog pound when it started was just how hardcore they were. Not just the Browns players, but the fans. They were they were rabid dogs. That's why they came up with the dogs, they were barking hanford dixon and frank minnifield were all over it i mean you they were on the island out there you just put them out there and you didn't have to worry about it and they had
0: great linebackers maybe denzel and greedy exactly exactly
1: right yeah and uh i mean they were just fun to watch everybody flew around everybody made plays uh they had the fans so into it Mm -hmm. they just it was a frenzy i mean they whipped them up into a frenzy yeah and it was just fun to watch uh like I said, you could put both both of them out there on the island, and they knew they could cover. And when they tried to run the ball, they had a great defensive line. They had Carl Harrison and uh, Michael Dean Perry. I mean, players like that, that, could, that would stop Clay the Matthews. run. Clay
0: Matthews. So we're, before, um, we'll let you guys talk about that a little more, but while it's <laughs> on my mind, is this defense now the most comparable to that dog pound defense that you guys can remember for the Browns? I mean well, like talent wise.
2: Yeah, I'd say talent wise, but as from what, thirty years ago to now it's defense has changed. Your basic what, lineman now is probably fifty pounds heavier yeah. than the Yeah. What it the, back and then and probably be, more
0: athletic too. Right, right. Yeah.
2: I mean the defensive ends back then were probably about I don't know, probably three hundred at least. Yeah. And then the inside guys were like 340, 330, somewhere in there. Yeah, they were Michael big. Dean Perry, he was a big boy. Fridge's, yeah. Fridge's brother. Yeah. Compare so, that to my mini, <laughs> mini Fridge. Mini <laughs> Fridge. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, t- back to the top dog, though. <clears throat> I told Chandler this the other day. I said I had that top dog poster on my in my bedroom when I was in All high right, school. Right, right. With many, um, Mighty many, and Hanford. Yeah. I guess he really didn't have a nickname, but yeah, he... This is, you know, before, before the, they were, they're pretty. Uh, yeah, help me out. <laughs>
0: Long? Uh, to... No, just.
2: I don't know. They were just really exciting. Oh. Really yeah. Exciting to watch. Yeah. Kind of like yeah, I know what you mean. Before Dion, you know what I mean?
1: Yeah, yeah. they were full tilt all the
2: time. These guys were like before Dion doing stuff Dion used yeah. to do. They know, were right? doing
1: Getting prime free... time stuff. Oh no they could tackle too. <laughs> yeah. And they make tackle, yeah. That's
0: right. the thing our corners need to work on. Uh, greedy can't tackle and Denzel folds yeah. himself in half every time he makes a yeah. tackle. Yeah. Right. Yeah. yeah. He so puts all his weight into it. I didn't really know this, but I was reading that in eighty nine is versus Denver, so I'm assuming this is why it happened. Uh, fan, the dog pound was throwing uh they were throwing so much <laughs> shit on the field that the The refs had to flip who was going which way, so the Browns were going at the dog pound. And then that happened in the fourth quarter. And then the Browns had to kick a game-winning field goal in the fourth quarter, and they had to win behind their backs because the dog pound was throwing that stuff. Did you guys – I had never heard of
1: that. Life threw a lot of things.
2: I was telling Mitch earlier, I was watching in El Paso, Texas, so that's probably about the first game I got to watch out here because – You know, TV's not the way it is now, where you can watch every single game on TV, you know? Yeah. Yeah. But, you could watch playoff games, but...
0: He was in El Paso for... For the military.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Sorry. And then, um, You
0: don't have to apologize. I was just (laughs) like...
2: Well, it's like, I don't know, 80... I told Mitch earlier, '80s are a little fuzzy to me. Anyway, the late '80s, so I'm trying to remember all this stuff. But. You never told me why, though.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I really don't want to put this to explicit on iTunes, so if you guys could not go there. Do it later, but uh, so I know Jason's told me experiences from the dog pound or even around the dog because it's in Cleveland. I've never sat in the dog pound, but. You don't have to sit in the dog pound. To I've never. I've been to four Browns games, Mo, only one of them has ever been close, and only one of them has been a win. And a Browns fan's gotten kicked out for beating the shit out of a Steelers or a Bengals fan <laughs> every time. Or a Browns fan. <laughs> yeah. So do you guys have any crazy stories? Ja, I know you have a couple. and I want you to tell them. But Mitch, do you have any crazy stories at a Browns game, or maybe even anywhere in Cleveland?
1: I've seen a lot of things happen in the dog pound from <laughs> snow from snowballs flying. When trying uh, to think, I think they were playing. I want to say it was Houston and a guy was down in the corner and one of the Houston players I think his wide receiver went down and the next thing you know boom here comes a snowball hits him you know and it just <laughs> seems like uh got to say I knew a lot of guys that would take milk bones in there, the little dog treats, yeah.
0: mm-hmm. those
1: were, uh, well, they only had like, they had like one or two security guys, you know, and they were turning around watching the game. <laughs> so when they were watching the game, it was pretty much anything goes, but, <laughs> so they, they, they started taking them, and then people kind of revert, or kind of taking their, started taking their batteries out of their Walkmans and stuff to throw. (laughs) Yeah. That dates it a little bit. Their Walkman. Yeah. Right. (laughs) But I did have, uh, there was, I can remember the one time when, uh, there was, we were sitting in the dog pound and, uh, they were playing Buffalo and four people sat in front of us and they had Jim Kelly jerseys on and, uh, stuff was flying over my head quite a bit. I thought, why on earth would you guys wear your Jim Kelly jerseys in here? But, uh, Nobody got hurt or anything. I never seen any. I never saw anybody get, you know, hurt or anything. But uh, it was fun. It was fun.
2: Yeah, I got, uh, I got a couple. I mean, I, I got an uncle and a cousin. My uncle actually gave up his dog pound tickets because of the guys kneeling and stuff like that. So whatever. I'm, I'm not gonna them. get. I'm not gonna go there. I would have
0: taken them.
2: But I actually sat in the upper dog pound, and it just seemed like. I was sitting with all the the kids of the... Their dads were all down in the lower dog pound or something. (laughs) Right. But the guys we were sitting by, we were chilling out with them, watching the game. And they were just razzing everybody that walked up the stairs. No matter if they had Browns or whoever they were playing on. It was was crazy. (laughs) But then uh, Uh, another time, me and my brother-in-law, Rusty... Went with my niece and nephew, Ryan and Steve, to to when uh, they first came back in 99, right? Yeah. yeah. And uh, we're at a New England game, and we basically were perched on the top seat in the stadium, you know. We're sitting behind the dog pound on the sideline, or the side. Mm-hmm. And playing the Patriots, up. I could, should have brought this up with Isaac or, or told yeah. him about this, but... Uh, here comes uh three guys with Bettis jersey on. <laughs> uh, who was the quarterback number ten from Colorado. I can't remember his name, but anyway they had they had those the Steelers? On. Yeah. Um He I think there's probably about I don't know what, three hundred people in the area. They're getting called everything. In the book, <laughs> and then they, they ended up escorting him out of the stadium. After that,
0: Cordell Stewart, Cordell, Cordell Stewart, Stewart, the Michigan Killer. He's the Michigan
2: Killer. <laughs> and Tom just drove by. I actually,
0: I'm not even kidding. I remember when you guys went to that game. Did you guys write? Is that the game you rode the bus down?
2: No, we actually went to a uh, a game in Cincinnati, and. That's when that Who Let the Dogs Out song Who was out. Who Let the Dogs Out? Man, we went down there and beat the crap out of Cincinnati. I couldn't believe it that was <laughs> awesome. We were all chanting, Who Let the Dogs Out?
0: Spilled some beer on some dudes down there. <laughs> That's all right. <laughs> well, <clears throat> now that we've talked a little bit about the dog pound and how it kind of, we were mentioning, me Mitch and Tood were talking earlier that the dog pound just kind of represents Cleveland. Like Cleveland's just a hard-nosed city. You go to Cincinnati and Columbus and they're kind of more, uh, downtown's a little nicer now and all that. And Cleveland's just rough. It's got like that 1980s feel to it, I was telling Mitch. and I think the dog pound represents that a lot. But uh, I just kind of want to add, I don't think I've ever asked Jason this, because I know his older brother was a Dolphins fan because of Dan Marino. <laughs> No, so was, I have no late. clue why in the hell you picked the Browns over Dan Marino but <laughs> uh, he was the, a fan way before that. So oh.
2: it was back in the 70s. So. Oh, well,
0: we'll start with Mitch on this one. Then we'll go to Jason, but why what, how or why did you become a Browns fan and kind of what what has that been like? <laughs> <know> the answer <laughs> it's been great
1: for me. I mean, I was a Browns fan. Pretty much my dad made me a Browns fan. I mean, Same. he he put I was it a out there. At first. He put it out yeah. <laughs> he he put it out there and I jumped on it, but uh we went to. Uh, he started taking me when I was really young. We'd go to we'd go to Browns games, Indians games, Cavs games, and uh, actually we went in uh, 69, 1969. So I was uh, six years old. Giving my age away a little bit there. I was one. You were whatever. <laughs> and uh, so he they were playing the Washington Redskins and. Uh, my dad got in the elevator with vince lombardi wrote up in the elevator wow. they let him in they thought he was a reporter and he had because he had his little pad you know and a pen and he knew who he knew vince lombardi who he was and and they were like let him in uh, he's a reporter and and uh, he got vince lombardi's autograph in the elevator and that was at the sheraton uh hotel it took to the tower city and uh it was awesome from that day on i mean we went down to uh uh, the uh, department store down there help me to what's the name of the department department store I can't remember it. anyway it went down there and got me my little browns uniform my helmet my jersey yeah yeah, it wasn't Woolworths but I can't but they had it was old it had a wooden escalator and everything right. but from that day on I was you know I was I was a browns fan from that day on that's that was a big one for me that's what did it
0: what year sorry what year was that in 69 wow so it's been a lot of years. What is that, 50 Few years. years? 50 years this year? Yeah, 50 years this year. 50 yeah. years as yeah. a Brown fan. You've seen a lot of bullshit. I've been that. through a
1: lot of misery. <laughs> <laughs> it's not easy being a Browns fan.
2: No.
0: It finally know? is.
1: That's why God picks them. Yeah. <laughs>
2: All right, now what about you, Jason? Well, I don't really have a story like Mitch does that I can <laughs> remember from fifty years you ago. You didn't get you did, didn't get to meet <laughs> Vince Lombardi. Whatever. But yeah, no, I I mean it's just a family thing. I just I remember going to like Adam's Adams get together since Thanksgiving. I remember I don't know why I remember all the losing games, but I remember Madrashad with the Hail Mary, the Minnesota beat us in like what, seventy eight or seventy nine somewhere in yeah. there. Yeah. How do you then, me- I
0: can't you can't remember if I ask you to go get something for me in the other room, but you remember who the hell beat you <laughs> thirty years ago. I've never even heard of. Amad Shah. Oh, he yeah. was a
2: big he was a big time player back yeah, then. Yeah, he oh, was. Right. I'll give you that one. He and was. it was just and then, you know, we'd win or lose we'd go out and beat the crap out of each other in the backyard and play some football. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> it's just the way it was. Cold or snowing. It's just, <laughs> but Browns I'm Back when me and Mitch were growing up, we got we probably watched it on, what, Channel 35 all yeah. the time, Lima. Yeah, Lima. They had them on there all the time. And went back in the 80s, they were good. Yeah. They were always competitive. And guess what? We weren't playing Pittsburgh and Cincinnati for the – it was always Houston or something like yeah. that. Yeah. Houston was tough back then. Right. Which the is Oilers. Tennessee now. But, okay, they yeah. were
0: the Oilers back in the 80s. Yes. Yeah. Yeah.
2: Yeah, Houston freaking Oilers. We had <laughs> that's their big running Tood's, back. Uh,
0: Toad's favorite coach ever is Earl Campbell. Earl Campbell. What was
1: what was Mitch's Jerry, Jerry Glanville? Jerry Glanville. Glanville. Toad
0: just loved him. No, no, she hated
2: him.
1: Said he, he liked he liked to put bounties out on he was people. He's
2: dirty. He always wore black. And then he ended up to, was he at the Falcons before he went to Houston? I think he went to yeah, Falcons right. after. Yeah, the
1: Falcons. I, yeah, I think he went to Falcons after.
2: So he was uh, Dion Sanders' coach over there.
1: He couldn't teach him how to tackle either.
2: <laughs> yeah, but he could dance. But he could dance. He could high step it all the way down the sideline.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so you just brought up the '80s. Oh, actually, no, I, I do want to. Before we talk about the team teams of the '80s compared to now, ah, uh, th- th- this is what makes me mad about Jason. He he, when he was growing up, he liked the Bulls. In basketball, he liked the Kings. He like I think you've always been an Indians fan, right?
2: No. <laughs> Did you like the White Sox? Yeah, don't hold that against So us. he liked the White Sox. I already have. He liked.
0: <laughs> so he never liked the Cavs, but thankfully he made me a Cavs fan because that's worked out pretty much my entire life. Uh Indians. Not, I mean, to put it bluntly, I've pretty much sucked other than a couple years here and then throughout my life. I mean, the last year they were good. I mean, 97 when I was born, they were good. And then up until 2007, they sucked. Then after 2007, they sucked. And then they got Frankie and Jose, and they've been good again. But but the whole time that I've been alive, he's been a dang Browns fan. It's finally working out now. But all those years, I've told this story before, but there was a time that... Damn Dolphins game when Cody Parky missed that field goal, I left my I left my friend's dorm room and I was just like I'm leaving. I don't know. I told my dad I'm like I think I'm gonna go to the Redskins. <laughs> I don't. I had no reason why. I it was hard to leave, so I'm like I guess I'll pick someone's colors I like because this is impossible. <laughs> I ended up not leaving, but it's worked out. It's working out now, so I'm not that upset. But
2: right, it's it's I don't. It. The loyal thing to the Browns, I don't know why, but it is. I just stayed loyal, even when they when they went to Baltimore. Yeah. I to, I've told these guys before. I said, I, I had it I had it down to, like, four teams, and I couldn't do it. It was, like, Minnesota. I was picking everybody that was in the NFC. I wanted to go the other way. Yeah. yeah. But I was staying in the north, so it was, like, Minnesota or Detroit. That would have been sucked. But, anyway, uh, or Philly. They were cool, you know, they were good teams back then. But yeah. I, I never did. I just Yeah. Played fantasy football then.
0: <laughs> Mitch, it's a little weird that he uh he liked the Bulls when Jordan played then the the Cavs when LeBron played. It's almost like a, it's almost like a trend. And the right. Kings when Weber played for like three years. Right. You forget
2: about yeah, right. 76ers with Dr. J. Oh, man, Dr. I Love Dr. J. J.
1: Love Dr. J. Got to see him play at Richfield Coliseum. Ooh, how was that? Oh, it was awesome. He used to was was when he, he did the high wire act. Huh? He, How did old he,
0: was he when you watched him? play? He
1: was. Yeah, he was probably in. Uh, he was towards the end of his career. Did he land yet? He's still up there. <laughs> 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 he was awesome. <laughs>
2: that dude used to fly all over the place. Man.
1: Yeah, yeah. We used to go to Richfield and watch the Cavs play all the time, and we'd. You know, I just got to see great players. Larry Bird, Michael Jordan, Magic Johnson. His
2: hands were yeah. so freaking huge. Yeah,
1: he was the man. He'd so do
2: that reverse from the other side of the backboard to the, yeah. to the other side of the backboard and lay it up off the glass. It was crazy. His
1: live wire.
0: It's yeah. pretty hard to watch. I never got to watch Dr. J very much because they don't have very many replays from back then. Like right. Bird and Magic, I yeah. mean, they got a whole freaking series yeah. on those guys. Yeah.
2: He did the original Dunk from the foul Line. Yeah. He yeah, actually
1: he started illegal. it. He played in the ABA before. Yeah, he went mean, into the I mean, his most
0: famous move is the up and under reverse layup. Yeah, right, right. that's yeah. depth. Yep. Yeah. Gosh, I can barely do a reverse layup, of staying in the air. Yeah. <laughs> he went up and then down and then back up. It's all right. But uh, before we get into the next part, I, the the key word, this is the key word, that is going to help you get five entries into that next giveaway. So make sure you DM me. Or text me or message me, but don't put it out there in the, for the public to see. It's Lombardi because Vince, because of Mitch's story with his dad. Uh, I guess the keyword is going to be Lombardi, since he's a little influential in the sport of football. But uh, so Lombardi is the keyword. Lombardi, <laughs> don't forget it. Um. So anyway, I guess we'll go to Mitch. Um. At, and a little bit later, we're going to talk about favorite players and stuff, but I kind of want to talk about right now the '80s and even the '90s. We were talking about it was exciting. Hell, they had a good team before Art Modell in the middle of the season just said, "You guys are done." Yeah, like, they were playing well. Yeah, and, uh, but just kind of talk about what you guys remember of the '80s and '90s teams. O- obviously, the misery at the end of them, but yeah, you know during the seasons, and then we'll kind of talk about the excitement for this season comparatively, but. Just kind of like what you remember from the '80s and '90s, and some of your favorite moments. Or
1: I think a lot of it was just like offensively, you just never knew who was going to get the ball. Uh, one week it might be Ozzie Newsom catching seven passes for 180 yards, and the next week it's Brian Brennan catching nine nine balls, and you know, or Reggie Langhorn. And then you had Mac and Biner back there, and you knew that there was a good chance they were each going to run for 100 yards. So they had so many weapons, kind of like. Like it's going, looking, starting to look now. I mean, the more weapons you have around a good quarterback, the better so it's going to be. Did
0: they uh, when? I obviously didn't get to watch the teams from the '80s and '90s, and there's not many tapes out there to watch the games. And they only talk about the like uh, position players. Did they have a good offensive line back oh, then? Oh yeah,
1: yeah. Uh, let's see, like Cody Risen. uh, uh. They, yeah, they had. A, I'm trying to think of who they
0: that's all. That's the were. thing that sucks with linemen is they do such a good job, and they they're like the foundation of your team. But you just can't remember them because yeah. no one talk. Like right. you don't get to talk about them. They don't show highlights of them.
1: And it's probably a good thing you you don't hear about them because you, they're doing their job. If you're not hearing no, about them, I mean,
0: them. how many people last year in the league that's not a Browns fan heard of Batonio or Kevin Zeitler? Yeah, and they're the two right. best guards right. in the NFL.
1: Right, Doug Deacon, great one. I mean, Doug they, yeah, um,
2: yeah, Doug Deacon's the voice of the. Well, one of the voices of the Browns. Yeah,
0: so. yeah, love Deke. Yeah. So your your favorites were just – you didn't – the the surprise factor in the scoring. That's – is that kind of what you – Yeah,
1: because the Browns kind of – they were out there – I mean, they were one of the first teams that you know, they, they would – the ball would be in the air before the receiver made cut. I mean, that's how – that's how it was. I mean, and they, they, they were – they were on the cutting edge of that, and uh, and he, like That's I say, you never knew who it was going to go. And it, you know, you throw to Ozzie Newsome, and he might catch five. He caught five hundred balls without a without a fumble. Yeah. Oh, Tom DeLeon, yeah, yeah. Tom DeLeon De was another one. Is
0: that a lineman? Center.
1: He's center. Yeah. Um. So it was exciting. I mean, and and you know, you had a defense that just that just really more than held its own. Yeah. Like you know, they shut them down and. They were fun to watch. Great linebackers, you know Clay Matthews. I mean, I you know
0: the fact that he's not in the Hall of Fame is just it's a travesty. Laughable.
1: It is, it I, is. Uh,
0: with the defense, I think that's what makes it so that's what makes it so confusing as to when the you know the drive with Elway leading them down. Yeah. I think yeah. that's why people were just like, we've got this defense and we've got Elway backed up on the what was it yeah. inside the five. Yeah. Oh, we're fine.
1: It it. That it, that prevent defense. They went into the pre. They went into the prevent defense, and and that that did it. I mean, they were giving up chunks. Yeah. They were giving up fifteen, ten, twelve. You yeah, know. I think
0: what we've seen in the NFL in the last t- ten years, especially, is you can't play prevent. You just got to play right. Physical.
1: Right. You got to go with what got you there. Yeah. I mean, all that did was prevented the win. You know. Yeah.
0: It's like in basketball. If, I mean, if you have a twenty-point lead and you just start playing soft and trying to, yeah, it's not going to work most of the time. You got to go with what got you there. Yep. Yeah. So. so, Jason, what were some of your favorite me- memories of the '80s and '90s? Um, just the,
2: this how well we we were, we were they they just freaking like ran up the field bombing, yeah. and then they come up they come back with the running backs whoever Binder Mac pump it down Mac would run down your throat and then Binder would bust it out he he yeah. was like the third down well. He, he gets screen passes
0: a lot, right? Yeah, yeah. That's I feel like that's. Uh, he was fast. Yeah, you know, with Nick Chubb, he's your binder, and then Kareem Hunt's. I mean, I don't think people people forget. I mean, he's been out for a year, but Kareem Hunt's one of the best running backs in football. I mean, I, I think Had both of them are
2: going to be our biners, because I don't think anybody's been... <laughs> Kevin Mack was about. He was a punisher. 200
0: he was a punisher. Well, we we brought in a running back from Miami University right. because you know we have seventeen. I think I think it's actually nine, but nine of our ninety people right now are from the University of Miami because of Alonzo Al- Highsmith. But he's a running back. Two hundred fifty five pounds and he ran a four four forty. Wow. I think it's four 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 to be exact. Wow, but
2: I feel sorry for his knees and <laughs> I think his name's I think his last
0: name's Grey. I can't remember, but he's on the ninety man roster right now, but I mean you're talking about you guys are both talking about the weapons you don't know and then running it down the throat. That's Nick Chubb to a yeah. T and then I yeah, mean, but he
2: can bust it out too. That's a, oh, that's yeah. a good thing.
0: About right, him. and he can catch the ball. Yeah. He catches. He needs to he improve. A, it. He made some great catches. Yeah, I mean the Bengals one catch, game. Yeah, off the hook. Yeah, he still needs to improve that part. I mean, you look at his uh, college partner Sony Michelle, who could have been the Super Bowl MVP. He can't catch the ball very well either. I yeah. mean, they're both young, but yeah, you kind of want that Kareem Hunt. I mean, out of the backfield, he can do every single he thing. He can bust one
2: you can but, bust it off at
0: any time you know? sorry I'll let you get back to it I just wanted to the comparison you get two two-headed running back in Cleveland now and then all those you got four or five receiving options it's, yeah
2: it's yeah, comparable it's, it's, it is it's, it is comparable but I don't I don't, like I said the 80s were fuzzy but whatever <laughs> um, <laughs> um, yeah back to like trying to remember all these linemen I can't yeah, look it up, but yeah. Dick Ambrose, what was it? Dick he? Ambrose. Was he a lineman? Yeah. He was either he was offense though, right?
1: I think so, Dick I Ambrose. Think so too. Yeah.
2: Dave Logan, he was another big he was another big line or wide receiver. Wide receiver.
1: Yeah, he was good. Dave Logan.
2: Luke. Yeah.
1: They had so Chip, many great Chip receivers. Banks, I forgot all about Chip, Chip Banks. Chip Banks, yeah. Wow. There's a name I haven't
2: heard of. Yeah. They might, great linebacker.
0: They had so many, yeah, they the had, thing uh, is, and this is no offense to the eighties teams, but they've never had a t- a, they've never had talents i I know Ernest Miner and Mac were ridiculously good running backs, but they've never had talents like uh Kareem Hunt and Odell Beckham jr, or yeah, we were, Mitch and Toad and I were talking about Bernie Kosar. we we love the fact that he wanted to come to Cleveland, and we love the fact that he came here and competed his ass off, but. The fact that he was our best quarterback in franchise history is laughable. I mean, yeah. now I think Baker Mayfield's already grabbed the torch after one season. Yeah, we were talking about how Bernie started losing his step. Mitch said he was losing a step after a couple seasons, and Bernie was great. But I mean, That's when what? people compare all time quarterbacks, he's not even. Yeah, well, Bernie
2: still went under the center back back then. Right, and he'd start with his left or right foot already. Yeah, back halfway back, kind of just half-cocked. to give him an extra quick step yeah that's what he but he was 6'5 he probably drank a lot when he was playing you know like he does now (laughs) yeah I never noticed that oh boy oh boy (laughs) just listen to him on the sidelines sometimes Um, (laughs) but he uh, yeah he was but the dude was 6'5
0: but he threw it like he was six foot because he had a sidearm. Yeah,
1: he could. It, the ball could come from anywhere.
0: You see, didn't that's know. That's with Baker Mayfield. People were worried about his height, but he throws it straight over the top. Yeah. I mean, he. Oh, yeah, I he he might be six foot, but I mean, he plays like he's 6'8", 280. He doesn't give a damn about his body. He'll put it out there.
2: Yeah. The the training for quarterbacks anymore is ridiculous. Yeah. How much right. they, uh camps they go to. And, and Baker,
1: it seems like he's got. To, he thinks he's he's wrong. got to prove he's something. Good. You know. He's had to work for – Baker's had to work for everything, you know. Yeah. Bernie came in, you know, he came came in early. From out of the U. The, yeah, yeah. I'm
2: big shot. Yeah. Number, what was he, number 20? One out. That was so stupid.
1: He won a national championship, right? Yeah. In, uh, you,
2: know, you know what he did? You know what he was famous? I don't think he was another, last
0: year in college, but I think he won. You know
2: another famous know. thing for Kozar? He was on a losing end of the Doug Flutie. sorry wasn't he? The hail The Hale Flutie? Yeah. I'll look at him playing in Miami, I thought.
1: I c- could have been. It could have been. I could
0: be. Lying, I remember, too. you know,
1: they got him in the supplemental draft. Um, did they really yeah, yeah, they got him in the supplemental because Bernie. I think Bernie
0: miracle in Miami. Uh, sorry, go on. Hail Is, Flutie. Was he? Would he have been playing? And you guys keep talking. I got to figure this out. I just yeah, just keep. Yeah. Okay, eighty four. Would Bernie have been playing college in eighty four? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Oh, the Hurricanes. He passed for five hundred yards that game. Bernie did. <laughs>
2: It was a pretty crazy game.
0: Yeah, he got fluted. (laughs) Fluted is five nine. Yeah, that's when you got to start worrying about the height. But uh, I guess. Uh, so I, no, we'll skip over that. But, so, I kind of want to talk about. We talked about the eighties and the nineties. And what have you guys ever been more excited for Brown season? I mean, I haven't, but. I've also been the guy that said we're going to go to the Super Bowl every year the past twelve years. So. Yeah, I'm a little hesitant. <laughs> get the hell off the show! All right, his mic's on. Got his mic. I'm a little hesitant because I don't want to get all You've pumped up. <laughs>
2: cut off. <laughs> whatever. I want to. I don't want to be too pumped up
0: about it, but I am excited for the season though.
2: I'll because see, go the, ahead.
0: this is a little. It's a little weird because when we got LeBron back, the minute we got LeBron back, it was June 14th or whatever. Every Cav, every Cavs fan in the world, we're going to the finals. Yeah. Indians trade for Andrew Miller, who was good but, you know, is not as good as an Odell or a Kareem Hunt. We're going to the World Series. Yeah. But Browns fans are so scared of their past that they won't just admit that we're good. <laughs>
1: Might have been burned once or twice.
0: <laughs> yeah. It's just a weird <laughs> dynamic. But go on, Jason.
2: No, that's all I do on know. Good, bitch. Yeah, I'm
0: hesitant. Okay. gotta
1: call him like you see him sometimes (laughs) (laughs) so mitch are you
0: are you like him or are you just i'm really pumped i
1: think i'm probably a little more pumped right now for this season because the way the indians are playing yeah usually right now you know i haven't missed you know an indians game i watch try to watch every one when i can but by now, usually through the season, I haven't missed very many. And now it's, uh, it, it's the exactly. Indians are getting kind of hard to watch. Yeah, and uh, they didn't make any moves, and you know they disappointed me. But that just being in Cleveland uh, last weekend, it just was like, oh man, I'm ready. Brennan, oh, yeah. my son, and I were both like, oh, we're ready for the Browns. You know, we're pumped about the draft coming in 20. I think 21. people are
0: already planning bachelorette and bachelor parties in 2021. <laughs> but, I mean. Well, that'd be a good going... for your bachelor
1: party, Chad. <laughs> I don't know about bachelor party, but I'll. You're driving us.
0: You're no. driving.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> all right. So I know, <clears throat> I know Jason's answer to his favorite player, and uh, you do? go go ahead and say your favorite Browns player of all time. It's Ozzie. Okay, so Ozzie Newsom was a tight end for the Browns. He, now that was the GM of the Ravens up till last year. This is a true story. I was a 6th grader. I don't know how old people are in 6th grade. Probably 12, 12. 11. Not no, 12. I was a 5th grader. So we don't have football at my high school. So I was playing in a pee wee football league in uh, the city near me. And I, went, I went ten, one week, seven days to the day, was 10 pounds over the weight limit of being able to be a position player. My dad... Only let me eat salads (laughs) and one chicken breast a day. Only water. And would chase me around while I ran. He would chase me with a golf cart. (laughs) I'm not making any of this up. Seven days straight, he chased me with a damn golf cart. Made me do push-ups, sit-ups as a fifth grader. I got to the weigh-in after I had not ate for a full day. That's at this point I wanted to be a position player. He already had my number picked out for me. I don't remember what number Ozzy was. 89? 82. 82. 82. So he had 82 picked out. I get to the weigh-in, and I weighed 0. .5 pounds over the weight limit. I ate, three be- I ate three breakfast burritos directly after the weigh-in. But this is how crazy he was about Ozzy. He wanted me to be Ozzy Newsome as a fifth grader. So he we went through that. But anyway, now that I'm through my sob story, talk about why you loved Ozzy.
2: Well, to I was just
0: gonna say, I, drill sergeant, I, yeah,
2: I enjoyed watching you play lineman too because you guys used to crush people. But <laughs> if you got to learn a little bit. It was is basically training you for basketball there, you know. Yeah, was I was basically
0: long. Joe Thomas my first year, and then J.C. Treader my second year. It's no big deal. <laughs> Made the no. all-star team,
2: but Ozzie, he was just the the most recognizable guy for me when I was watching the Browns back in the day, and I liked the. The tight end position-wise, you know. I always liked the tight end or the linebackers. That's what I yeah. was. If I was going to play football, which we didn't have football at our school, uh, I would have wanted to play tight end or linebacker. Yeah. Arm went good enough to be a quarterback.
0: No, me neither. I think watching from watching videos of Ozzie, it seems like he was one of the more athletic tight ends at that time. Oh, definitely. He kind of reminds me of like a... Not play style, but David Njoku where they're both receiving first athletic tight ends. They can just blow you away with though. their yeah. – It's the
2: original OBJ, one-handers. Yeah. Yes, sir. Yeah. And like I said Balls before,
1: he had air. he had 500 <laughs> uh, receptions without a fumble.
0: Yeah. He didn't, you know, he, he held onto the ball. Team player. Yeah. That's uh, more important than it seems. It's not a very sexy stat, but it does make a difference. Yeah. Well yeah. and the the
2: other thing was Mitch already mentioned all these wide receivers we had. We were four or five deep wide receivers, good. Yeah. Then you had the you know, Langhorn, he was a big guy. Dave Logan, he was a big dude too. Yeah. And you had Slaughter and Brian Brennan, yeah. Slots yeah. tearing it up. Yeah. He had so many weapons to throw to, it was incredible. And then you got Ozzy, you know, he still gets yeah. whatever he got.
1: He was gonna get seven catches a oh, game. God, yeah. At least.
0: So, if, if Ozzy wouldn't have been there, who do you think would have been your favorite player? Probably Dave. or Dave Matthews. Hello. <laughs> Clay Ma- You want Clay to start Ma- singing some Dave Matthews? <laughs> no. Deep tracks
1: only, no hits. <laughs> <laughs> There's not too many hits there. Um,
2: Clay Matthews Sr. was my favorite probably. I'd say.
0: Also, <clears throat> this is uh, something to point out. If Jason wouldn't be a Browns fan right now, just with Clay Matthews being brought up, If I had to guess his team, it would probably be the Packers because he's an Aaron Rodgers guy. So he's always loved Clay Matthews Jr. as well. Even though Aaron
2: can't drink a full glass of beer anymore. Yeah, that's weak.
0: (laughs) No big deal. Our quarterback drinks beer and then runs away from cops. Aaron can't even drink a beer. All right. (laughs) That was a Friday night, though. With all respect, faker. All right, Mitchers, who's... Who would you say was your favorite player?
1: I've got so many of them; it's really hard to pick Name out one. Name, Name as one. many as you want. Uh, uh, probably my favorite is, is probably Clay Matthews. Oh. Second was probably Ozzie.
0: So did Clay Matthews Senior play like his son? I've never seen. He senior was just play, all Matthews over the place. Matthews plays like a freaking. He was a little ah, bit he's, bigger. He's got like I mean, a concrete bigger. brick on the. Well, yeah, I
1: don't he he yeah. He's just full go all the time, and he he him and uh, Ozzie came in. They were their, the Browns' first two picks in '78. Uh, they came in together, and wow. they both played. You know, I Clay. I think I, I want to say 17 years, and he played a long time, and uh, Ozzie played a long time too. And you know, they were, tor- you know, they they just they love the Browns, they love the fans, and yeah. they love the game. You know. And uh but yeah, I have so many favorites. Brian Brennan's one of my favorite. You know, got a chance to meet him. So, hang out with him a little bit. A, is that's that
0: what name. your son's name is? That's Bethany?
1: why yeah, my yes, son's is. name is Brennan. Hey Julia, uh, if
0: you're listening, OBJ. No, no doubt. <laughs> OBJ Adams. <laughs> OBJ Adams, that's
1: got a ring to it. <laughs> <clears throat>
0: no, but uh that's with you saying that uh both of you saying Clay Matthews, that's kind of funny. You're you're Ozzy Clay and yeah. you're yeah. Play Aussie, but uh, you there, you guys have already mentioned this, but that offense was so damn high powered that I didn't even I honestly thought Clay Matthews might have played before those guys because that the defense is never mentioned because the offense was so good. Yeah, yeah. But that defense had a lot of players and yeah, should be hall. Oh, they did. Should be hall. They did.
1: You know Frank Benningfield. 5'9", five foot nine. You know, and he and he he was all that. I mean, he, he you knew you the could name. put him out there. I mean, Mighty many, mighty many,
0: yeah. I uh, so did Clay Matthews Senior just have that? I mean, you look at Clay Matthews Junior and he looks like he's a Viking. His arms yeah. are the size of his size. Yeah, the Senior he, just have that brute strength. I
1: think, I think, uh, I don't think he was quite as big as his son. I don't think uh, most he was a little bit right. Like
2: he's not right. as tall. Right, I I was thinking he was more bigger, but that might have been the shoulder pads back in. Yeah, they always wore bigger
1: shoulder pads, and you know, I don't think he was quite that pumped as junior. But uh, all over the field, every play, relentless, and you know, they had, you know, it helped so much having so many good players around him. I mean, you know, their line was, their defensive line was just stacked, man, and uh, you know, so it just it made it easier for the linebackers and.
2: That's a good comparison to it now.
0: To our defense now. This
1: yeah, year. it sure is. Yeah,
2: that
0: yeah. helps out. Ah, uh, we'll go right into this. Who, who are your, uh, who's your guys's favorite picks from this year's draft? I, I know Jason doesn't get much into the draft because he doesn't want to get into someone and then we don't get them or whatever and that. But like, just as as a pick, who are you guys? kind of. I'm excited to watch them play or see what they can do.
1: I'm really pumped on Greedy. I, mean, I just you know I think he can you can put him out there, and Denzel on the other and you know the Warden on the oh, other yeah. on <laughs> the, the other the best side.
0: <clears throat> I don't even care. He hasn't even played a game with that nickname. It's the best nickname in NFL history. Right, Not and you can put the
1: them big. both out out there on the island, and it's gonna it's gonna make them yeah. the whole defense better.
0: I think I, Greedy Williams just if Steve Wilkes plays a. Heavy man-to-man defense. It's just going to be because Denzel Ward was graded the second highest man defender last year in all of the NFL Already. as a rookie. And I don't think Greedy Williams is going to start Week One. Maybe not even until Week Week Four. But yeah. that's just good for him. He needs to he needs to beef up a little bit. He's been in the he's been getting to training camp an hour and fifteen minutes early and working wow. with the defensive back coach every day. That's good wow, watching film. And that's- so I think him getting out of the first round mm-hmm. and being picked in the second round is going to be the best thing yeah ever for him cuz you know since his first year in OSU everyone's just been saying he could be the number one pick in the draft and yeah he needed that kind of slap in the face to yeah wake him back up
2: yeah yeah greedy greedy's one on and then uh, what's it to Taki
0: Taki 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 that's going to be you can imagine the dog pound right Taki Taki we, me and my dad, we didn't even, we were, it was during Christmas break, we were watching part of the BYU game. We had to go to a Christmas, but we were watching the first half of that because that quarterback broke the record for uh, completion. I think he went like 23 for 23 or something like yeah. that. 20, maybe 23 for 24. But Taki Taki had 22 tackles that game, so we probably saw <laughs> it, and we probably <laughs> didn't might. realize it. And, right? And it's amazing we didn't recognize it since his number was like 16 or something stupid well, as a just like.
2: Catching a bowl game.
0: That's yeah. all we were doing, you know. Yeah. It's like just checking it out. And we didn't even notice him, but I mean it's cause he doesn't on tape he doesn't blow you away with anything special, but then you re watch him when you're actually trying to watch him. He's fast as hell. He's stronger and crap and I didn't until I started looking into him, he was a defensive end until this last until his senior year. Wow. So right. he's he's only gonna get Better at coverage, yeah. And Steve Wilkes I mean, now we have Joe Schober played defensive end as well. College career, um, yeah. Taki Taki, Janard Avery, yeah. I mean, there's going to be a lot of different blitzing things they can do with those guys,
1: especially when they're cut. They got their corners out there,
0: yeah.
1: I think it's you know they're gonna it's going to take them a while. They're they have they're going to have to hold greedy out of the lineup for a while, but when he gets in there, then it's going to be I I think it's going to be a great thing. So yeah,
0: be a pick show. Yeah. So, Jason this. I know that I I actually I actually don't know exactly how you feel on this, but personally, when people complain about OBJ doing the dog piss or whatever, you know, when he does all the uh flaunting and crap I love it. What are you guys, he can dog piss now
2: since he's placed for the dogs, you yeah. know what I'm saying? <laughs> so, how do, you, how do how do you guys
0: feel on the cockiness of Baker and OBJ?
2: I, I like it. The only, only thing that ever bug, bugged me about OBJ is when uh, the kid from Carolina got in his head. Josh Norman. Yeah. Yeah. yeah and he. Yeah. Went off, but I think he. I think he's probably. He was still young. Yeah. You just. You gotta learn how. to. It's a team game. As soon as you did that, you screwed the whole team right there. Yeah, but
0: you hope someone like Jarvis can kind of keep him level. Yeah. At. You. Yeah.
2: You can have people that are like got some some time there that will talk to him probably. It's not that they'll have a coach or somebody that's put him under his wing, maybe. Yeah, yeah. Jarvis is there too. That's his best friend. Yeah,
1: and Baker will rein him in. I mean,
2: they're already they're already pretty tight though. Aren't they? they worked yeah. out
0: last
1: off season. If he needs to, two I mean, years, I'm years I'm ago they senior. worked
0: out in L.A. together. But uh, cool. how do you feel about the swagger that they bring?
1: I, I love Baker's swagger. I mean, I love that man. He if he that's his makeup. I mean, that's 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 what makes him.
0: You know? So I uh they, they people compare Brett Favre to Baker all the time. Yeah. And I as I watched, you know, kind of the end of Brett Favre's career and yeah. watched him in Minnesota and I just don't think they play I think they might be play a little bit similar, but I think Baker's on track to be much better than Brett Favre. I mean, Brett Favre has the most interceptions in NFL history, I think. Yeah. And they definitely they only, do the same kind of getting out of the yeah. getting out of the pocket, moving yeah. yeah.
1: moving
2: yeah. I they're throwing me. I call them gunslingers. Yeah. 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 <laughs>
0: Shoot from the hip. Yeah. I think, uh, they do bring the cockiness though. I mean, Brett. Yeah. I mean, Brett Favre got hit. He. It's kind of like when uh. Well, the two times when Baker got hit on the sideline again. Uh. Vontez perfect he yeah. got up in Burfict's face. Yeah, I'm not gonna lie, I started shitting my pants a little bit. Like, <laughs> Baker, there's a lot of people in the NFL you do that too. Not the own guy that kills his own teammates. <laughs> yeah, the crazy. Guy. But and then when he got that, you know, 35 yard run against Tampa Bay, which I think is when every single Clevelander was like, "All right, we're all in on this guy." Yeah. And then he he got hit, and you're like, "Son of a bitch, he got hit in the head." And then he popped up, got in his face. I mean, I I. Brett Favre was pretty fiery, but I've never seen a quarterback with this much moxie. Yeah, I don't know about you guys. You guys have watched football a lot longer. Yeah, I, mean?
1: I
2: love it. <laughs> yeah, there's been a couple. I just can't think of them right off the top of the head, but yeah, it's uh, Mitch and Chandler knows this. It's taken me a while to like Baker because of the f- the flag in the block O. You know? What oh I mean? yeah, yeah, Do you yeah. Remember yeah. what I said? I had when a heart. Yeah, no, yeah. but he, he couldn't play it anyway. When but. he
0: planted the block O, we were sitting in a college apartment. My dad started throwing a fit. And I was like, this is exactly what I said. My dad's threatened to kick me out of the house multiple times for my sports feelings. When I wanted a Big Ben jersey about five years ago. Well, that's, that's, that's a good bad. reason, man. <laughs> that's bad. And then, also, when I said that I'm now a Trevor Lawrence and Clemson fan, he threatened to kick me out again. That's reason but number two, yeah. When I said, <laughs> he planted the flag, and I said, I kind of like that. I mean, he just came into Ohio State and beat the, well, I think we we're like number two team in the country. Yeah. He should be cocky, and my dad, he said a lot of words I can't say right now and <laughs> threatened to kick me out again. I,
2: just, I don't know. It's it's fine. I'm, I got over it. I like Baker.
1: I got over it after I saw the first couple completions. I was like, okay, yeah. all right, I might forgive you. And then about the, by the end of this his first win, I was like, okay, I'm over it. But just, you know don't do it again. <laughs> so have you guys ever
0: watched a quarterback so young and think think that he was this good, that fast? Wow. I mean, maybe Aaron Rodgers, but he also sat for how many years? You tip us when you're going to ask That's a, that's a good question.
1: For. I I can't really think of anybody.
0: I, I mean, know. a hard many, question. I'm here to throw you off, not not help you. <laughs> I maybe <mean>, you got a... <laughs> the yeah, Lord.
2: Russell, yeah, you know, Russell Wilson. Yeah. That means Russell Wilson.
0: I think you watch Russell, and I'd say I've said this before on the podcast. I think Russell Wilson's the best quarterback in the NFL, and I think I tweeted it the other day. There was a, I'll let you, so there was this picture, and it was uh, the four best African American quarterbacks ever, and it had Donovan McNabb, yeah, Steve McNair, yeah, but then it had Michael Vick and RG three, and in RG 3s it did say the 2012 season. But they left out Russell Wilson, who's yeah. by far. I, they left out Warren Moon, the Great. first the first one to Great ever lead a quarterback. Warren Moon. I mean, he Doug without Williams, him there Doug were no Williams. black quarterbacks. I mean, yeah. he they left out Doug Williams, they left out Cam Newton. I mean, he's yeah. not very accurate, but good God, he led a team to a Super Bowl, right? He had an MVP season. Yeah, I mean, I, he's better than Michael Vick, in my opinion. He's not as flashy. Yeah, but.
1: That's what he said, Warren Moon. Yeah, we brought up Warren Moon. over
0: here Warren Moon. (laughs) (laughs) But I... Our
2: nemesis in the 80s. Yeah,
0: but Russell Wilson, Russell Wilson and Baker Mayfield are pretty comparable. Both transfers at some point. Both came into the league old as hell. They're both almost... Baker's already almost 24. Yeah. And he's going to be a second year. And Russell Wilson's, I think, 30, and he's played for five, six seasons. So they're both older and... I mean, they're not very similar in their personalities. Yeah, right. But I—I I mean, it's—it's it's hard to compare someone to Baker so young. I, I, it is.
2: It, yeah, it's just the Farb thing is just that getting out of the pocket and making stuff up while he's while he's running around. Yeah. You know, but he's—he <laughs> does a little better than Farb did. Farb just—he just throw it underhanded or it get rid of it however he could. Just, yeah. Boom. Yeah. Baker can get out of the out and run, too, so Favre was a little... Oh, yeah. he's younger, he was all right, but he got banged up later in his later than. Baker's pretty yeah.
0: compact. He doesn't, he's got a body type that's hard to hurt. Yeah, he'd probably be like
2: a linebacker if he wanted a quarterback. Yeah. Or a safety or something like that. He's built.
1: If he has longevity that Brett Favre had, then, you know, that's going to be a great thing. Yeah, and Baker's, Baker's
0: throwing mechanics. He uses his legs so much that his arms are pretty good for a while. But you talked about the underhand throw. What do you guys think about Patrick Mahomes? I mean, he's a quarterback. Right, Yeah. Right.
2: He, he's another one. That, yeah. Yeah. He, yeah. I mean, he's dynamic. he didn't come
0: in as a rookie, but still. He was a second-year guy, but, I mean, still. Uh, well, that probably helped but, I mean, too. Outside of Michael Vick, I don't know if there's ever been a quarterback as eye pop- that makes you just want to watch just because of a quarterback. Yeah. He's so uh, versatile. Yeah. Michael Vick was
2: like, remember that commercial he had where he's throwing it out of the stadium? That's about what... Oh, that's he about all he it. could
0: do he couldn't throw he wasn't very accurate uh, yeah he had a heck of an arm though yeah, yeah.
1: he'd take off you couldn't contain him you know no. oh,
0: I know 2004 Madden you just used him he had 99 <laughs> sprint around right, right so is uh that's kind of all the questions I have but what else do you guys want to cover uh how about we wrote down some players
2: yeah talk about all time players
0: I interrupted you the first time you did it that's alright I know it is
2: besides Ozzy and Clay shut up (laughs) Um, I had a couple more guys I wrote down yeah I got Felix Wright oh loved him he was in the he was the safety the cat and he was like protecting top dogs
1: he was the man yeah he was the quiet killer man yeah 22 yeah Felix
2: (laughs) sorry and uh I got Greg Mike Pruitt yeah two great they're never they're not related
1: Greg Pruitt, oh, he was all that, man. Yeah. They'd spray Pam on his jersey so they couldn't get a hold of him. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, he'd was just grab for him and, well, and they may, had to tear away jersey, remember? I mean, he just, yeah. they'd have a handful of his jersey and he'd be standing in the end zone. Greg and Mike <laughs> were like
2: the minor Mac yeah. thing, but earlier in the 80s. Yeah. And then they had Calvin Hill, which is, he was a the fullback they got him from Dallas. I think he came in like 80 maybe or 81 or something like that. But yeah. he, yeah, uh, he was a good. He was a good fullback. Kevin Mack. He always said that. Minor. Tom Darden.
1: Tom Darden. Another yeah. Another safety. Yeah.
2: Yeah. So Tom Darden. Here's a backstory on this. I got. I had a buddy named Tom Withero in high school, and through school. He always spelled his name, T O M. I go, dude. You need to spell your name T H O M. So he changed his name. To For T-H-O-M. real. T H O M. That's how he always says his name. <laughs> I loved it. But, uh, yeah, I got Brian Sipe. Whatever. Loved Brian Seif. Yeah, I love Brian Sipe too. He's a he was. A you
1: know, Red Right '88, and yeah. God forgive him, and he came off the sideline, and Sam Litigliano told him, Brian, there's five and five million people in China that really don't give a damn. <laughs> I mean, what do you tell a guy that you know it throws that pass? Yeah, Sammy. Yeah.
2: So I got like a Bernie. Bernie. He was up there. Dave Logan I always liked him Yeah Jim Brown I
0: never watched him Yeah But Who's Jim Brown? <laughs> <kidding> right <laughs> the not?
1: greatest running back Of all time Joe
0: Thomas Joe yeah, Thomas that's the thing It's hard to uh, That's the With Jim Brown He was listed as a fullback When he played I wish they would have just Listed him as a running back So yeah. there was no controversy Yeah You need to watch yeah. Some of his clips It's just real. He was, was a punisher Unreal. Huh? It looks like he never even bends his hips. He just just runs straight, and people just fall off of him. They Pretty couldn't tackle him. him.
1: They couldn't tackle him. He should he should have played
2: a lot more years.
0: Joe Thomas for sure. One Joe of, Thomas. He's Joe my Thomas. favorite player. I love um,
2: Joe. Phil Dawson. Yeah. Phil Dawson. Where would we be without Phil? Especially yep. in the snow, in we Buffalo. would have had no points. <laughs> yeah, right?
0: We would have had no points scored from ninety nine to two thousand and fifteen. Right.
2: <laughs> besides
0: that, that snow game we were watching that at our, island. we just could not believe it. We couldn't even see the ball. Yeah. Yeah. What was it against Buffalo? Yeah. yeah.
2: It was like yeah what, nine to six.
0: Yeah. I
2: that think was, he kicked it off the bar, the bottom bar, wasn't it? Did it? It was a knuckle ball, and I think he hit the bar. I think I can't
0: remember sure. It hit the bottom left of a cross. It hit the bottom left of the crossbar, and then I think it even hit the side crossbar and bounced in. <laughs> I think. Don't quote me on that. So I got a lot more, but I'm just gonna name a couple more and all that. Um,
2: Josh Cribbs. Yeah, love My Josh Cribbs. He's still
0: he's still a coach right now.
2: Yeah, he was so awesome. He was he was a perfect brown. Yeah, perfect brown. He put he it out had there, a heart and soul, man. It was awesome watching yeah. him. Yeah. I wish I could have watched Otto Graham. I'm just looking over this. Yeah, yeah. How many championships did he lead the Browns oh, in the 50s? Oh, man. The
0: Tom Brady of... The, he was Tom Brady before Tom Brady was Tom Brady. Right. Yeah, he
2: was... That's where... He was the man. Chandler's grandpa would have to tell him all the stories about... <laughs> about Tom. Otto Graham, yeah. yeah. Or Mitch's dad. Yeah. Um
0: He only talks about Lombardi now. <laughs> Tim Couch, I wish he...
2: Uh, uh, a team oh, around batter, Yeah, he was a he was a hard he was a pretty hard player. He played hard. He was an athlete. was jersey. We, yeah,
1: we talked about that a little bit. I was telling he played high school basketball when he was Tim Couch when he was in junior high because you can do <laughs> that you can do that in Kentucky. Yeah, and he averaged like thirty.
0: You can also date 30 your sister. Craig, oh, <laughs> you can what? <laughs> also date your sister. Right.
2: I thought that was mandatory. Oh, yeah, <laughs> hope you didn't lose fans on that one. <laughs> Just looking at these pictures. Then uh, uh, Alex Mack. I wish we had had him a lot
1: longer. He yeah, I liked Alex Mack.
0: But at le- it if they sign JC Treader back, it'll uh, that's fine with me. It'll make up for the some of the pain. I mean, that man Treaders. Yeah, I, played yeah. a full season on a high ankle. sprain. I've never seen a, pro- a professional athlete play on a high ankle sprain, let alone a center. Who, if you watched last year, Nick Chubb just ran in the back of his legs like he didn't give a damn about him. I mean, it's what you have to do, but right? yeah. poor J.C. Treader. I'm yeah, Alex Mack, that's a good one. That line, Alex Mack was Joe good. Thomas, Alex Mack, John Greco, um, Mitchell Schwartz. Yeah. yeah. There's two for sure Hall of Famers at the tackle spots. Oh, and yeah. And Alex Mack, sure, I mean, he might be a yeah. Hall of Famer. If not, he's one of the best centers, I mean, yeah. top 50 center. Yeah. Greco, I mean, he wasn't an all-time great, but he... Did his job. He's kind of like a. I can't think of a guard that played for the Browns, but he just didn't. He didn't like Mitch said. If you heard about linemen, it's not a good thing because they're doing their job. If you don't hear about them, right? That was a damn good offensive line. That those were the years we couldn't get a quarterback or a receiver. Yeah, that's when when we went through our little streak. Yeah, yeah. Brady Quinn was not the answer. All right, right. Mitch. Who are your favorite? Some of your faves. Uh, well, I've
1: talked about a lot of them, but. uh, you know, all their wide receivers, but uh, I think one we hadn't mentioned yet is Eric Metcalf. Ooh. Yes. He was yes. the man. He had three punt returns at one game.
0: I uh, kn- oh, yeah, I knew that. You- yeah. He, sh- he showed me the YouTube video about every time he watches it, like I've never seen it.
1: <laughs> it's great every time. <laughs> it's like, oh, yeah.
2: And you forget about him going to, where would he go, Washington? Uh, the Redskins, I believe. I think it was a Redskins. I think and think yeah, and he, he had the record for a while, didn't he? And I think somebody probably broke it. But it yeah, punt return. You know,
1: and they they tried to run him up the middle way too much.
2: Yeah, that's what. You know, they couldn't the figure
1: time. out. You know, he needed a lot of touches. Throw it out.
0: Yeah, throw it out on the flats. For yeah. Him. yeah,
1: and you know, I didn't, I, I never the flats. couldn't get why he wanted to beat him up up the middle because he was way too small for that. Yeah. did
0: it go? Did was Biner? Were Biner and Mac there up until Metcalf? Was uh, it
1: like- Actually, they were together. The Metcalf was with them. Yeah, because he was even uh, – he was there with both of them.
0: Damn, what yeah. a freaking backfield. Yeah. Well, yeah,
2: he was just the backup, and then he was special yeah. teamers. He was like Cribs.
1: Yeah. Uh, see, who else? Uh, like I said, Webster Slaughter loved the guy. I mean, mm-hmm. there's nobody to come across the middle and catch a ball like him and just get hammered, get laid out, and he would pop up and spin that ball. Like you didn't, <laughs> you know. So what? What was that? Like you know.
0: If you're a slaughter fan, you probably love Jarvis Landry. Oh
1: yeah, yeah. He's too tough, tough,
0: tough players.
2: Good comparison.
1: Um, it that is a very good one. Uh, Gerald McNeil, the Ice Cube, Ice Cube baby. That that guy could just return punts like it was crazy. It was like you would f- never five, leave the TV. You would always watch. I mean, what was it, what God, was it like
2: five seven? Like a hundred. Yeah he 50, sixty pounds. and wet, yeah. Nah, he was yeah. soul speed.
1: Yeah. So fun to watch. Uh I got a few other ones. Uh Carl Harrison was one of my favorite, Big Daddy. Big Daddy Harrison. Uh, in the strike year, well my uh a buddy of mine got <laughs> uh, played for the Bengals and uh Good. some played oh. some strike ball. Give
2: him some love. Uh,
1: Keith Cup, a buddy of mine, and uh he the uh he was playing with the... Gavin. Yeah, it's Gavin's oh. dad. And uh Wake
0: up. he um, uh offensive lineman for the Buckeyes for yeah. all you Buckeyes fans. And
1: Keith was a defense or offensive lineman. I think he was playing tackle.
0: What numbers, Cuppy? Uh mm-hmm.
1: sixty one.
0: Sixty one, Buckeyes offensive line. Was he like the left guard? Right <laughs> Yeah, there? left guard. Left guard, look for him. Lipstick Ohio. Lipstick Ohio. Ohio.
1: And Keith was playing with the Bengals and uh uh they had uh they were playing the browns and the browns had 10 guys come back early that you know and the bengal's had all their none of their none of their strike players came back huh. that week and the browns had 10 guys so keith had to line up against uh big daddy carl harrison <laughs> and uh you know <laughs> he told me he learned more in that 3 hours than he learned in 5 years <laughs> but uh yeah he was Big Dad, his his arms were just so, his, his reach was just unbelievable. And his foot, uh, footwork and his hands were so quick, you know. Um, he was, Carl Harrison, he was a great player. Um, other than that, uh, maybe Al Bubba Baker. Always kind of liked him. Hard-nosed, good guy, fun guy. Michael Dean Perry, the heart of a, uh, you know, he just had so much heart he wouldn't quit. Uh, other than that. Oh, I got uh, Eddie Johnson. Yeah.
2: Eddie and Mike Johnson. Okay. They were great linebackers. Oh, yeah. Uh yeah. Yeah. And then Matt, Matt Barr back to good kickers in the uh, eight, us back like Phil Dawson. And yeah. And then we had Don Kaufdrop in the 70s. Yeah. Straight on kickers. Yeah. But yeah. Yeah.
1: He was a great kicker. Yeah, he was. You know, back then, Browns get a kicker, you know, he, he was going to be their kicker for 10 years, you know? Right. Or at least, you know, eight to 10 years. Mm-hmm. They didn't.
2: Kickers do that a lot, though. I mean, if they, <laughs> they get, move
1: around a lot now, but.
2: Yeah, no. There's a lot of them settle in there. I yeah. Mean, they play until their 40s. Yeah. Oh, right. lord.
1: Right. Right.
2: Anyway, that's. Uh, you got any more?
1: No, that's pretty, you know, that was pretty much it.
2: All right, so here's.
0: Back to you, Jailer. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not, no. I'm not participating. <laughs> I'll sound stupid. Here's the real question. So, Joe Thomas put out a poll of defensive linemen nicknames because all the greats have ever – all the greats Def- have had Defensive line them. nicknames. Okay. okay. Yeah, Go defensive ahead. line as a unit. So, first of all, if they get Gerald McCoy, it's instantly on paper going to be probably the best defensive line in NFL history. On paper. But even if they don't, that's a nasty defensive line. So I am all in on the Junkyard Dogs. (laughs) There's also the Lakefront. I think that's still a good name. Um, What else? The Four Dorsemen. I don't like that because, I mean, yeah, Dorsey got them, but it's them playing, not Dorsey, for God's sake. And then I can't remember what the fourth one was. It wasn't very good, but whatever. But what do you guys think? I'll look up the
2: other one. I kind of like Lakefront now that I think about it because – You got the Dog Pound, but I guess you could be the Junkyard Dogs. Whatever.
0: I don't know. What do you think about that? If you like the Lakefront, you like the Lakefront. They're both good names. I like the Lakefront.
1: I mean, I I like Junkyard Dogs would be my second pick, but I like the Lakefront. It's kind of new. It's kind of original.
0: Something different. Um, Oh, Oh, the fourth one was actually good. The factory of sackness. And why that's funny is because sackness. the best YouTube yes. video ever was called "The Factory of Sadness," Look at where that the thing. guy bitched for about two minutes. Was it about two minutes? Oh uh, yeah. About yeah. how bad the Indian, about how bad the Browns were. Then at the very end of the video, he said, oh, "I'll see you next Sunday."
1: Actually, I have a shirt, a factory of sadness shirt. Nice. <laughs> nice. I think
0: all all of them except for the four doors men are good. I like the Lakefront, the Junkyard Dogs. Factory of Sackness. I think The Factory of Sackness is a hard one to pronounce. Yeah. It's hard to say every time. Yeah. The Junkyard Dogs, that's just like, that's a good one, but, I mean, they're all so quiet. None of uh, Miles Garrett doesn't talk. He only writes poetry. Right. I've never heard Olivier Vernon talk my entire life. Sheldon Richardson, he's pretty, cal- he's pretty quiet. Larry Joby's super quiet, so they're not really a nasty group. I mean, they play nasty, but... I don't know. That's,
2: that's why I was thinking about the lakefront because that's a little bit different. The dog pound. You know, the dog pounds. Yeah. The dog pound from. You know they, And, and Minifield. You know what I mean.
1: You remember when they were the Orange Crush, before told me Denver stole this. that? But I don't know. They 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 slowed down on it, called them the Orange Crush, and then I don't know.
0: A year, a couple years later, next thing you know, Denver's defense is the Orange Crush. You know. So my Twitter my Twitter poll, the Junkyard Dogs was first, and second was the Lakefront. Those were the only two that really had a big amount of votes. But someone's got to decide on that because I mean, that's a big deal. It is. You've got to have nicknames.
2: Yeah. I how think did, the Lakefront's original.
0: It? The, the, it's the, just kind of like fans just kind of doing it. But if you do the Lakefront, I think that should just be the entire defense as a whole's nickname almost. Yeah. And maybe the Junkyard Dogs is the line. Actually, maybe the lakefront is a line, and the junkyard dogs is the defense. Mm-hmm. But I, we just don't have a nasty player on that defense, other than maybe Demarius Randall. All of them are just so calm and quiet. Uh, T.J. Carey maybe, but he's kind of he won't play after this year.
1: Kind of like the quiet storm. Yeah.
2: <laughs> kind of like a lake front. <laughs> oh. Yeah. Yeah. That's that's what I was thinking of when was just saying
0: they're all quiet. Yeah. yeah. All right, you guys have anything else you want to cover? Browns, Buckeyes, dogs. Indians, yeah. Cavs. Cavs are exciting. <laughs>
1: <laughs> no, all I'm right, gu- I'm good. Yeah, thanks for having us on, Chan. Yeah, thank
0: you. Yeah, it was it was a it was a struggle, but it's all right. YouTube I never, sensations are always a lot. I've never seen <laughs> these two women not talk in my life.